Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we are merely role players, where theatrical people play role playing games. I'm Matt Boothman, and I'm your compare for this main house production. Here on Merely Role Players, we improvise stories to entertain you and to entertain ourselves, because where'd be the fun otherwise? And we use role playing games to keep the story going places even we can't see coming, because as theatrical people, We're all about maximising the drama. This episode is part of our current main house production, Vigil, Fear Itself. To tell this story, we're playing Monster of the Week, a role-playing game by Michael Sands, published by Evil Hat. So please take your seats in the main house. Tonight's production is about to begin. Vigil, a merely role player's main house production. Fear itself. Act 4 5. Hi there, my name's Alexander Pankhurst and I play Graham the Summoned. Graham's just your average accountant who happens to be a demon and is destined to bring about the apocalypse. I'm Ellen and I play Jess Butterworth, the Spooky. Jess is a Sheridan local born and bred. A voice in the back of her mind keeps telling her she's bigger and better than this town. It's about time Jess showed Sheridan how badly it's underestimated her. Hi, I'm Chris Starkey and I play Cameron Jarvis, the wronged. Cam's parents and sister were killed by ghouls when he was just 10 years old while on a camping trip near Sheridan. Ever since then, a Doom agent has been secretly training Cam to hunt and kill monsters. There's a new kind of ghoul in Sheridan, and you said there's some sort of team-up. Ghouls and... A busybody. How do we deal with Milton? Disentangle the spirit from the mortal, get it to possess the dummy mm. instead. Before... They get me? What if you stall the loose cannons? No. Oh, I had a horrible feeling you were going to say that. Let's call this train, baby. Don't give in to temptation in Fairyland. Through the cavern of revelers, down the second spiral stair. So you see this elf in deep, urgent conversation with another figure from the face of this harlequin leaks shadow and smoke. The axe is going pretty mental in my hand, right? The axe is going mental in your hand, yes. The axe is fully detected. And also, as you step... Lots of things are going on in these first few moments as you step off the train. But Kit also says to you, Jess, Oh, yeah, this is the place. I can feel him. He's here. Okay. The figures you've clocked up on that platform don't seem to have clocked you back. Mm -hmm. And you have the cover of all of the noise and light and reveling in this cavern. Graham would have 
relayed that. Well, we would have relayed this information to you. So you've also seen Lord Fancy Pants. Most, and I mean, the you Hardy don't Gold. have to have told them that, I guess. Oh no, I think we. I would have. Yeah. Uh, Graham would have. Oh. Sure. I don't think we would have kept that from you. Right, guys. I've got to go and make a quick, um, just a little chat with someone really, really quickly. Wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't happen to be. Um, is it Lord Fancy Pants? Yeah. Oh, it wouldn't happen to be him, would it? Because of I, the ghoul that he's talking. I just got to have a quick little chat. Just a quick chat. Uh, all right. And I'll be right. You guys head on, and I'll catch up. Are you sure, Cam? Yeah, you guys. You, you guys have got stuff to do. I'll go and have a little quick chat with um. With little. Uh, see you guys in a bit. And I start walking up the stairs. We good? Mm-hmm. No. From a distance. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cause like maximum damage in the time that we're here, right? No, no, not necessarily, Kit. We want to get in and out, Kit. He wants us to cause mayhem. Right. No, that's a very bad idea. Right. Kit shouldn't do that. Listen no. to him, Kit. Who'd even notice? Look what's going on here. That who'd notice a bit of extra ultraviolence? I'm not taking any chances. I, I think that's. I think that's wise. I think we should play it cautious, even though we are kidnapping all of them. Cameron, you start running up these stairs, and as they, they twist and turn up the wall of the cavern, you find, like, at points you're running upside down. Or this is like, bullshit! Perpendicular to the wall, like, sticking out. Fuck you, Wisher! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you pass various mostly kind of foresty, unseely kind of fey on the staircase mostly carrying like platters of drinks and plates of canapes and that kind of thing like mostly heading up from the floor up to the posher areas mm-hmm. i'll take a tray great i'm gonna pretend to be one of them hey <laughs> <laughs> he's just totally killed someone <laughs> tray of canapes action one hand <laughs> rifle and shotgun slung over my shoulders amazing Camp, the, the canopies smell amazing. It smells so good! Visor of most of the helmet down. <laughs> no temptation, no temptation, no temptation. The visor of the helmet is down and it's full of Graham's cigarettes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can't smell the canopies. <laughs> it's maddening trying to find your way because you know you're 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 making progress upwards, but like how do you get from the staircase onto one of the bridges? And then how are you going to get from the bridge onto this floating platform that's not attached to anything and is just kind of orbiting the red disco ball? What would Cam do in that uh, circumstance? Are there any little, little, little fey just running around? There's, the... They're all around the place, right. like carrying trays. And just pick one up yep. and look them in the eye and say, right. I've got to deliver these canapes to that island. How do I get there? Ah, ah, but I've got to deliver these canapes to that island. Don't care. Shut up. Uh, roll manipulate. Oh. Plus charm. Oh. He's so charming. This should be a, a cinch. Ooh. That's a six. That's a two. Negative one. That's a seven, baby. Okay. 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 This little fate, which is... Um, it's a goblin. Oh. It's, a, it's a little, like... Little snot, gobbo. Little snotty-nosed goblin with uh, with hairy feet and hairy calves dangling and like 
little froggy legs windmilling off the off the stairs in your grip. We'll do what you need. We'll get you to where you need to go, but it's going to take a little bit more than just the threat of violence that you're, okay. that you're offering. Um, you can have three of the canopies. Oh, but those those ones, those ones you've got, we're not supposed to eat those. They're for the sealy. Fuck the sealy. Ha! Yeah, fuck the sealy. <laughs> That's right. Fuck them up. Do you know? Do you know Lord Fancy Pants? They're all Lord Fancy Pants. Tre, tre something. Tre, tre lawn. Ooh, tre the master of the hunt. Yeah, that prick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh well. Yes, I'll eat those canapes and uh, I will attend your funeral when he murders you for delivering substandard food and drink service. Sure. Okay. Deal. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It's yeah. a bargain. Mm, I'd say it's an agreement between peers with no added extras. Yeah, you'll give me some canapes and I'll take you a place, a bargain. You'll take me to his floating island, absolutely. Uh, it is an agreement between peers with no added extras. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't agree to that, I'll chuck at the edge of another goblin. The goblin gives you a big wink and says, Yeah, agreement between peers. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Brian. Yes? He talks like you too. <laughs> Come on, gobbo. <laughs> The goblin is able to take you on a route that sort of... There is a point where the staircase meets the wall of the cavern again and there is a shadow. And the staircase, like, meets the wall and then goes off again at another crazy angle. But he leads you in through the shadow instead. Ah. And you emerge from a different shadow onto one of these bridges. Nice one. The the bridges are not, like, fully even. They're not exactly straight-sided. They sort of bow out at various different points. They're semi-natural and semi-carved. And the goblin leads you to one of these slight protrusions and goes, Gotta count down and then jump. Three. Seven. Oh, fuck my life. Go! I watch him jump first. (laughs) (laughs) The goblin sees that you're not about to jump and goes, Oh, now we've got to wait for another go round. Gotta come at the same time. So sevens and then we go on. Yeah, it's one, three, seven, and go. So we go on go. On go. When I say go, we okay. jump. Right. Okay. Remember three canopies. <laughs> okay. Right. On we go and go. Okay. Right. And fourteen, seven, go. We jump. <laughs> He lets you jump. Oh. He doesn't, he's had his kind of face. He doesn't jump with you. He's like, bye, I'll come to your funeral. <laughs> and Cameron, you find yourself soaring through the air as if buoyed up by a thermal, as if you're a flying squirrel, uh, having jumped at exactly the right moment from this bridge to soar down and land on this platform where you see still Trelane and this ghoul in the Harlequin garb. Uh... Lord Fancy Pants, I bring you your canapes. Jess and Graham, what have you been doing? <laughs> Watching a lot of stuff. I think we're still on a balcony. Mm-hmm. And we've just been looking, trying to yeah. find him. We've just spot him. There he is! And he jumps. Oh. <laughs> we're not we're not gonna catch him, are we? Nope. No, there's no there's no chance. He's on his own, isn't he? Yep. We and we can't get to him, can we? Oh, I don't know, maybe. Shall we? Shall we just go and see if we can find Clarissa? Yes, I think we have to. 
Right. Okay. Let's 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 see if we can find Clarissa. What what was the directions that uh, Cam said? Straight over the canyon techno. Second spiral staircase. Can we see a spiral staircase at all? Can we see it over the other side of the canyon? Uh, no, but you can see passages leading off the other side of the cabin. Wow, they okay. were not so specific when they. <laughs> no. Okay. Um. Graham, which way? Your choice. Um, let's see if we can just get across the canyon and go from from there. So, um, I lean down to one of the myriad people, like skittering around, go. How do we get to the other side quickly? You're on the bridge. You just walk walk along the bridge. Right, we just walk We walk along the bridge. I'm sorry, it seems like you aren't from around here. Is that the case? This is a elderly but still very uh, like distinguished and genteel-looking elf with the longest, pointiest ears you've ever seen. <laughs> like, where a human might have grown uh, a long beard, mm-hmm. this elf has just grown the biggest possible <laughs> in, their, in their old age. <laughs> Dressed in green with like a leaf pattern on it and holding a glass of something that bubbles and sparks like fireworks. Who has just been sort of standing on the edge of this bridge, just looking down and enjoying the, the sights. Yeah, it seems to me if you belonged here, you would know where you needed to go. Careful. Funny, fun, funny thing. Um, we don't necessarily belong here or no we're not from around here but we very much belong here um we are people who are doing a thing and we need to do the thing uh, as quickly as we can so i would rather we do not take up any more of your d- delightful time su- such as it is um enjoy your sparkly vintage um and uh uh, Let's go. Such a such a rush. Why are you in such a rush? Time is immaterial here, my friends. Have a drink. Stay a little while. Your errand will wait, whatever boring thing it might be. I take a very long drag on my cigarette and sort of blow it around the feely fay and go, not on me. And I just take Jess's hand and walk across the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> You should have said she was yours. <laughs> Not in that way, you weirdo. <laughs> Cameron. Oh. Incomplete tray of canapes in one hand, axe in the other hand, shotgun and rifle slung across your back in bite, black bike leathers with your helmet full of smoke. You land on this platform. Do you want to land like between the two of them or off to the side? What's I the... think right in front of... I think in front of Trelate. Okay. I say, your canapes. Oh, yeah, very good. I said not, I did not, not want to be interrupted while this meeting was taking place. Yeah, things change. Um, Hold on. I know you, don't I? Unimportant. And I go to attack the ghoul. I sort of like flip the canapes in his face and I go to attack oh! the ghoul. <laughs> Swinging with the axe. The axe. The, uh, the ghoul does not appear surprised that you are doing this. As you swing towards the ghoul, you see out of one of the leather harlequin motley sleeves, out of which smoke and shadow are slowly leaking, 
you see the blade of a ritual flint knife emerge, ready to defend itself. Roll kick some ass. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Say one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Plus five, baby. So that's three, seven, twelve. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Oh, so right. at base, you deal your harm. It deals its harm. Mm-hmm. But because you roll 10 plus, you get an extra option for yes. the kick some ass. I think I'm going to force them where I want them for now. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to force them to the ground. Because last time I fought him, he was largely pathetic. Mm-hmm. So I was like, get it down and back on the ground. and So three damage. You didn't have a very extensive battle with this ghoul last time you met. Obviously, the very first time you met, you had an extensive battle which you won to mm-hmm. some yeah. for some definitions. Uh, the last time you met this ghoul uh, in the incompletely constructed Abbey Link's golf clubhouse in Sheridan, when you attacked it, your axe was able to just slice through it. The leather harlequin's motley that it is wearing offers your axe a bit more resistance right. this time. So mechanically, you do two harm instead of three. Okay. Whereabouts are you aiming with the axe? I think it's a semi-wild swing, to yeah. be fair. So probably like mid-drift, yeah. sort of like aiming for the ribcage sort of Great. thing. Great. So yeah, big roundhouse. So the axe bites into its side, and as you bear it to the ground, it uses your weight coming down on it to drive that flint dagger up <sighs> under your breastbone. For three harm. Okay, that does me one. Yep, doesn't affect you. You don't. You almost don't notice it. You're now in a fight, and that icy frenzy has descended. Yeah. Uh, but you are harmed by it. Trelane yells out, "No, wait, wait! I thought you were here at my invitation." Uh, I'll be right with you, <laughs> and I just go to attack again. This is now plus six to hit because I've taken some damage. <laughs> So that is a six. Uh, so that would have been a fail if I hadn't. Yeah. Uh, so that's now 12. I'm going to inflict terrible harm. <laughs> so plus one harm. That's now three damage to him. So three damage. I take one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is what Cameron is for. Yeah. I'm a ghoul killer, baby! <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why would you come here and scare me like this? As you're slicing and hacking at this harlequin ghoul smoke and shadow boil out of where its face should be out of where its hands should be the ends of its sleeves and the smoke coalesces and the discarded glassware around this vip area all shatters as the ghoul matter flowing out of the harlequin ghoul uses this glass as to form shells for itself. And so you are find yourself no longer just you, the ghoul, and Trelane on this platform. It's now the three of you and a pack of five ghouls okay. formed of smoke and shadow in a spinning shell of broken glass. You know why I'm here. You're the reason I am what I am. I've been trying to stay out of your way. No shit. <laughs> uh, that's a nine plus six is a fifteen. Great. Inflict terrible harm. Do it up. I take another point of damage. Good grief, this is insane. Oh my goodness. We're oblivious. <laughs> yeah, like completely. Has anyone seen the typist? Yeah. Cam. Yeah. 
as you're hacking down with your axe, the ghoul that you're hacking at is screaming in terror, fear and pain. But that's not the only scream that you hear. As the axe bites into its form, you hear a scream you haven't heard since you were 10 or 11. The scream of Gabby Jarvis, your mother. And it seems to be emanating from the axe. Fuck. The ghoul surges up and puts an arm around you and pulls your head close to its hood. You took their deaths and you made them your strength. The mother, the axe, the father, the rifle, the sister, the shotgun. You took your family's memories and you turned them into your tools, your weapons. You used them to make yourself strong. But what did it do to them, Cameron Jarvis? If I took you to Avalon right now, do you think we'd find their spirits there? Yes, actually, if you if you would take this outside, <laughs> covered in canapes, <laughs> absolutely, like batting broken glass away from his face. <laughs> the flint knife disappears back inside the ghoul's sleeve, and coming out of the sleeve instead is a small leather pouch, which it throws down at the ground. Dust and mist. Red up from the broken bag, slightly luminescent, lichens and fungus and spores, and around Cameron and the Harlequin ghoul, sprouting up out of this rocky island. Small toadstools in a circle. If Graham or Jess were looking back from the bridge back at this island, they would see that haze of greenish-yellowish lichen and spores fill and mist over the circle in the middle of that ring of toadstools, obscuring Cameron and the ghoul completely, and then fade. Oh, shit. Jess and Graham, do you see that? Were I don't you looking know. Back? I feel like we I, we would have been looking yeah. back. Yeah, I think so. Oh, shit. That's far from far, far from ideal. Um, right, do oh crap! Do some magic, can you, Graham? That's I don't even know where they've gone. I could find them, but uh, that's not exactly our priority right now. No, I know, but Cam. He's okay. doing what he wants to do, mate. He's following his heart. We should follow our hearts and. Do your little your errand and you know keep us safe and everything and then like burn this place down on the way back. Right. Um, I'll be honest. I don't think I've got the time to be able to get us where that portal went. So maybe we should just continue on our way. Okay. And then. Oh God. Right. So we're gonna grab her and we're gonna get out of here as quickly as possible. Yes. And then we're going to try and find Cam? Yes. Okay. Right. Right. Graham, on another lower bridge, leading over to the mm-hmm. same side of the cavern that you're heading towards, you catch a glimpse of Ernie. And he just looks up at you, meets meets your eyes, and taps his watch. And zooms off, heading in, in the same direction. Oh, son of a... So, Ernie's... Ernie's here. 
and he might be doing something similar to us but he might just want to kill Clarissa not actually help her in any way so we've got to move swiftly to take her away and yes great thank you for letting me know now I kind of forgotten a uh, lot's <laughs> happened um, trying to keep up with it myself okay um, Graham great sorry uh, let's go in this direction right so are we going a snatch and grab and go yes okay <laughs> this'll work right. <laughs> oh god oh oh I know and as we're running I think I'm going to be scrambling in my satchel and just like ripping out the lining mm. and really shoddily making a sort of potato shape dummy just in case yes good just idea just in case like it. get a toenail don't know sure <laughs> just in case the two of you are able to make it to the other side of the cavern and through another series of incomprehensible staircases make it back down to lower levels into mm-hmm. passages and to make your progress through those now slightly quieter, more muffled. Mm-hmm. The techno sounding a little bit more like Jess heard it through Milton's senses as you move further away from that main cavern of revelers. And you pass a spiral staircase heading up and then you find this corridor ending in a spiral staircase heading down. That one? Sure, let's give it our... Uh, let's give it... Shall I go first? Yes, please! Okay, I'll go first. Um, so I start going down the spiral staircase. Yep. As the two of you descend the spiral staircase, the sound of techno becomes more muffled by layers and layers of rock, and the sound of many, many typewriters begins to layer over it. Right. Ugh. Right, okay, whoa, whoa, slow down, slow down, slow down. Okay, we need to go quite carefully... Because as much as you've done magic, I don't know if they lock eyes on us, if that's going to work. If you wanted to, this might be an appropriate time to roll uh, read a bad situation, as you're potentially heading into danger here. You go for it. Okay. Nice! Twelve. Hey, three questions. A natural twelve. And Jess also still has one left over. Oh yeah, I do. What is the best way in? As you're descending this spiral staircase... Mm -hmm as well as the sound of typewriters increasing and the sound of techno decreasing. As you're starting to feel like you're approaching the bottom of the stairs, you can also hear the sound of creasing, crumpling paper. So it seems like probably the bottom of this staircase may be guarded. Mm -hmm. So the best way is maybe either guns blazing, extremely quietly or magically shielded, or this is fairyland and... As you've already seen with the stairs on the sides of the cavern, you may be able to shortcut through shadows or optical illusion cracks okay. in the walls of the okay. staircase okay. to try and make your way around this mm-hmm. sentry. I do have plus two harm now when I'm sneaky. That's good to I know. I only have a knife, though. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Actually, I think the simple answer to that mm. is no. Mm. You've noticed that there's a probably a, either a ghoul or busybody sentry mm-hmm. at the bottom of these stairs. And... You were already aware that like Clarissa and Milton mm-hmm. are probably down here and they're dangerous. Mm-hmm. Other than that, no no other dangers you need to be aware of. Okay. What's my best way out? And by out, I mean mm-hmm. out, out. Mm-hmm. It would be really dangerous once you've kind of mm-hmm. made it clear to them that you're here to try to get back to the ghost train the same way you came. Mm-hmm. You know that the staircases are crazy. It's 
difficult to navigate and like pushing your way across the dance floor would mm-hmm. be uh, a fool's errand. The best way out would be to try to shortcut your way straight to another realm without going on the train, which either means Graham making mm-hmm. a portal to Inferno, mm-hmm. which is just something that you can do, mm-hmm. or you both look back and you saw that ghoul make a fairy ring. Other ghouls that are in league with Clarissa and Milton might have similar pouches that you could use Oh, okay. To cool. make your own ring and escape. Nice. Right. So, I have a plan. Here is my plan. Okay. Very hushed, whispered tones, and no one hears me. I'm going to see if I can cast some magic that will show you a sneakier route to get to Clarissa. Love it. What I'm then going to do is go down these stairs and start causing an awful amount of chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, to create a distraction, you can sneak her, um, get rid of her. And if we can pick up a pouch or two, just throw them on the ground and disappear. Okay. To wherever Karen's gone. Right. When I get to Clarissa... Yeah. Am I trying to get some hair? Am I trying to kill her? I have a knife and a little potato made of the inside of my bag. My thinking is, if I can get something of hers, smush it on my potato... Then what? I have no magic. We could we could we could work something out magic. Okay, cool. Right, I'm ready. Kids confident. <laughs> right, okay, that there was a, a drastic change of uh, events from, from you there, but okay. Um Play it by ear, mate, play it by ear, because uh, if you if she if you can get her to come with you without like a fuss, A plus hunky dory. If not, it sounds like all you need all we need is like a bit of her hair or, or you know, some of her blood would right. be great. So as long as we get out of here with a bit of her hair or a bit of her blood or like a finger. A finger? What's it, what's the more the merrier. It's suggesting I take her finger. Hmm. Mm-hmm. She okay. might need then that. It's, you know, it's quick. That's okay. quick. That's right. quicker than trying to bundle a whole woman over your shoulder. Okay. Not the whole woman. It's the right. just bit of the woman. Bit get of the woman. Get out. Right, okay, not whole woman. No, right, okay. bit of woman, any bit of woman. Unless we can, like, make a fairy ring around her and she just sort of falls through it, that might be, that might work, but... But then we'll... we'll I'm delaying. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I think Kit yeah. is yeah. being open here, okay. like, making okay. sure that you okay. can hear them as well. Okay, so, so if, if, that's, if that's the case, then would... Oh, Jesus. Um, but I like the sound of mayhem. Okay. Mayhem so, to cover the sneaky. I'm sad that we're not doing the mayhem, but as long as the mayhem happens... The mayhem will occur. Um, we So, my concern is if we try and just uh, whisk uh, Clarissa out of the way that um, Milton will follow. So, if we don't take all of her, yeah. and we just get a bit of her, yeah. then we might be able to get out without them noticing. They might not even know what we're trying to do. And then we can do... They the might whole... think we were trying to get her and failed, and then they won't come exactly. after us. Exactly. And then we can do the whole momit. Let's do that. Thing. Let's 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 do that. Let's do that. Okay. Um, so also, I will scream psychically into your demon head at the top of my lungs if they catch us and Milton starts trying to do what he wants to do to me. Because I noticed we have we decided not to go to the depot because that was like belly of the beast sort of deal. But we have come here, which is the new belly of the beast. So that is a possibility, and I will be yelling for help if that happens. Duly noted. Right. 
Great. Um, okay, I'm gonna cast some magic. Uh, <laughs> let's see how this pans out. Uh, that's a four plus two is a six. Do you want to try and help? I do. You could bump it yep. to a mixed success. Yep. Okay. Um, I believe it's plus cool to help. Oh, so minus one. So minus one. Seven, six. (laughs) Two fails. No. Before I give you consequences, would anybody like to turn those around with luck? Yes. Apocalypse. (laughs) Good lord. So Graham has a success on use magic. Jess has a fail on help out, which means she opens herself to danger, which is... Oh, chef's kiss. Oh dear. So, Graham first, how does the magic work? <laughs> magic. So magic, the magic works, works without issue. Without it. issues. I will blow again smoke, but it will be a tiny little thin thread mm. of smoke that will weave through shadows, across bridges that you can't see, like proper like sort of... It um, wisps through like a... a crack in the wall that mm-hmm. just looks like a tiny hairline crack, but then as you step to the right... Indiana Jones, Last yes. Crusade style. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. Yes. You can see that it's actually, you know, mm-hmm. it's a gap wide enough oh. for you to go through. Follow the smoke in um, and see if you can find a pouch. And if not, follow the smoke back. See you on the other side. And I start running downstairs. Gotcha. Cam, your vision clears. The sparkling dust and spores clear away from your face, your nose, your mouth, and you're in a pub. First thing I want to do is throw the axe on the ground and take off both guns and mm-hmm. throw them on the ground and just sort of like curl up against the wall with my knees against my chest. The layout of the room is very reminiscent of the duck and parsnip in terms of like where the walls are, the height of the ceiling, that kind of thing. But it looks like maybe it's like the duck and parsnip 80 or 100 years ago. There's a square bar with stools all around it. And there is a faint pall of blue-grey cigarette smoke up near the ceiling that actually obscures the ceiling, so you can't see it. There is a bartender wiping glasses behind the bar. There's a roaring fire in one corner, armchair or two next to it, comfy stools and seats and tables all around. And at some of the stools there are figures, look like humans in kind of casual clothes sort of thing. You go to the pub on a weekend in, all sitting alone, hunched over the bar, nursing pints peacefully. Cam rips off his helmet and is basically hyperventilating. That noise, that sort of piercing scream just completely fucked him up. Like, took him back 15 years. Mm -hmm. Is the ghoul still there? You don't see the Harlequin. You don't see that deep, dark smoke and shadow, but you do hear... Do you think they're here, Cameron Jarvis? Here in the place where one may meet. The departed, the realm of Avalon. Why don't you ask at the bar? See if they'll meet you. Who did this? I brought you here, yes. No, you did all of this. 
you turned me into something I shouldn't have been. I don't want to know whether they're here. What if what if I've doomed them because of because of what you made me do? Because of what you made me become. Brought you here so you no longer have to ask what if Cameron Jarvis. And while we're talking about what we should not be, being made into things against our will, you made me afraid. So afraid. Good. I'm pleased. You have no idea. The terror. I have every idea. Every night. It replays in my head. Every night. The screams. And then you bring them back to me now. What is it you say, Cameron Jarvis, when they replay? Too weak. Too slow. Too scared. And you hold on tight to that fragment around your neck. That piece that you used to beat me with. Every time you hold that fragment and say those words, it shreds at my being. Your fear makes me afraid. I need it to stop. Why did you take them? Why did you do it? Why not just leave? Why not just go past us? I know what they did to you. I know they took you and they captured you and they released you. But why did you kill them? Why did you do it? They starved us. We needed fear. But you are fear. How can you feel fear? We are fear. So we are afraid. The two things are, they cannot be disentangled. You believe you've cut out your fear. Maybe you have. But where did it go, Cameron Jarvis? You're wrong. If it's not in You're you, wrong. it's in me. I haven't stopped being scared. I've just stopped caring. Fine. You want to end this? He stands up, goes to the bar. I want not to be afraid anymore. I'm afraid of you, and I don't believe you can be swayed. So the only way to stop being afraid of you is for you to die or to get out of my way. That's what I want. That's all I've ever wanted since you made me into what I am. Cameron pauses as he's getting to the bar and all the emotion he was just feeling just stops. And he turns to where he thinks the sound is coming from. And it's sort of in his head, but he thinks there's a point in the room. You look slightly up and see in that soft, calming, grey-blue cigarette smoke wreathing the ceiling, it is now shot through with tendrils of much deeper, darker smoke. 
What makes you think I give a flying fuck about what you want? You're right. I am scared. I was weak. I was slow. But things change. And you're right. My mum and dad and sister may not be here. And you're right. They do give me strength. Because if they were here, they would be supporting me in everything that I do. Throughout my entire life, they would have been here for me, supporting me and giving me strength. But you took that away from me. So now their strength is a different thing. Now their strength courses through my body, through my hands, and he grabs the axe. Through this axe, and he just fucking swings at the ceiling. Roll to kick's mass. That is a 10, that's a 16 to hit. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I just can't miss. Ah. The axe bites into something solid and from the ceiling falls. The ghoul in its leather harlequin motley, drawing with it those tendrils of darker smoke out of the cigarette smoke of the ceiling. And with your axe buried in it, it falls and lands atop you. What extra kicks mass options would you like? Uh, extra damage. <laughs> three, three damage total, including its armor. I take a point, presumably? You do as it falls out of the ceiling, bears you down. It doesn't bear you to the ground because that would be a harm move and you can't take those, but it does use the momentum of its fall out of the ceiling to stab one of those ritual flint daggers into you. Do you feel it shred you, Cameron Jarvis, like it shreds me? This connection between us causes only pain. Pain is all I've ever fucking known! Smoke is flooding out of it, where its face should be, where its hands should be, forming into roughly humanoid shapes, questing around this place for anything that they can use as a physical form. Unlike back in Fairyland, they don't seem to be able to shatter any of the glassware. And the bartender flips the bar rag at one of them and it just dissipates. No, cool. Do try and keep it calm for the other patrons. I think we'll take this outside. If you would. I grab the ghoul by the jerkin mm-hmm. and I bust the door down and <laughs> throw him outside. <laughs> Alright lovies, it's me, Matt, your compare. I hope you enjoyed Act 4, the penultimate act of Vigil, Fear Itself. There will now be an interval of two weeks, after which we'll raise the curtain on Act 5, the final act of this production. If you can't wait till then to hear our voices again, we invite you backstage next week for a selection of bloopers, goofs and outtakes from this production. Also coming this week, something I've trailed before, but which hasn't happened until now. I'm going to be on Actual Play UK, the Twitch stream, running two sessions of Heart, the City Beneath by Grant Howitt and Christopher Taylor. 
starting this Friday the 16th at 8pm UK time and continuing with part two the following Friday at the same time. Like I say, I've trailed this before and it's ended up getting postponed, but this time we've pre-recorded the sessions so I know it's definitely happening on the days that I say it is. The players for that game include regular Merely Role Players guest Fiona Howard from What Am I Rolling, Maddie and Zach from the Realms of Peril and Glory podcast, which you may have heard a trailer for on our show before, and Dan from the Brit Twits YouTube channel. If you want to make sure you always get a heads up about that kind of guest appearance or things that are happening outside of this podcast feed, you could sign up to the Foggy Outline newsletter at buttondown.email slash foggyoutline. That email goes out once every two weeks on a Monday and lets you know about all the things that are coming up on Merely Roleplayers, as well as other stuff that I'm doing with Foggy Outline that you might enjoy. Stay tuned now for the credits and the epilogue, but just before that, I'd love to introduce you to Of Dice and Them, another podcast and friend of the show, another show in fact whose cast I met at Dragon Meet 2023 for the first time, and they seemed like lovely people. It's light-hearted, it's Dungeons and Dragons, it's the cast laughing in each other's faces and trying to get through a session without anybody stacking it. And here they are now to tell you about their show in their own words. Welcome, listener, to Of Dice and Them. I've been waiting for you, adventurers! A TTRPG actual play podcast full of hijinks and too many in-jokes. Do you have any cards I could keep close to my chest? New episodes released on the first Monday of every month. How hot is this ghost? Can't wait for the next episode? I want to chomp on it and not let go. Follow of Dice and Them on Twitter and Instagram. Ah, yes. No, good idea, that. Yes. Download now, wherever pods are cast. Uh, do you go closer? Of Dice and Them. Yep. No. No. (laughs) Yeah, heedlessly. Uh, Absolutely not.
tell me something before you go, Liz. What's that? Who's the king these days? Who's the king? Who's the king of England? King Charles. The third? Well, well. Long as there still is one, I suppose. Who are you? <laughs>